Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 97 of The Hungry Gamers. I am your incredibly humble host, Salim the Dream, and today I am joined by my two favorite co-hosts in the entire world, Miss Ali Hart, who can be found at Miss Ali Hart, and at NATO, or NATO, who can be found at NATOJ18. Hey guys, what is going on? Not much. Like I said a moment ago, I'm burping up chicken. You're burping up chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what happens when you eat it too quickly. You, you've never looked yeah. sexier to me, Ali, uh, than when you're burping <laughs> up chicken. <laughs> when when a chicken dinner. <laughs> uh, before I go any further, I probably should say powered by 8bit.net, <laughs> Audio Technica and AK Racing, which is something I was practicing before we actually hit record. Uh, so that's out of the way. Brendan can't shoot me now. Um, but we are, of course, without the fearless leader once again uh, this week. He and I cannot be on a show together anymore due to personal issues, obviously. Um, we've decided mm. to settle uh, outside of court. And he gets the show one week and I get the show another week. And uh, until he learns how to behave and they his get, hands to himself. You get to have uh, NATO on weekends. That's it. I get, I get yeah. that on weekends. Yeah, and me, me and Ali get two two Christmases and two birthdays. Yes, awesome. double presents. <laughs> um, but I'm obviously the better parent. Um, yeah. No, uh, it, it's actually really just poor timing. Um, but uh, yeah, actually, I haven't spoken with Brendan in forever. I actually only see or hear from him. Um, occasionally in Facebook messages and uh, the occasional podcast here and there. But I'm sure we will be in a chat or a podcast. Do you call them chats? Do you reckon anyone calls podcast chats? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was, hoping, I was hoping someone out there would throw me a lifeline, but no, okay. Well, I call them chats. Maybe he and I, you, you can hear us feature in a chat sometime soon. I'll stop talking. Nato, how are you, mate? I'm doing excellent. I'm st- <laughs> I should just Sam, there there's just there's just a beauty and an art and it's nearly like watching it's like watching Circus Olay when you host. Aww. It really is. It's like it's so like it's so it's so just out there, but it's still beautiful that it's just it just seems to work and I love it. You're wrapped Every in latex latex and you're hanging upside down. That's that's what you got. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Playing with um playing with interesting objects. Um, oui, have, oui. Have, have either of you guys seen us? I don't want to go too far on this tangent, but have either of you seen a circus show? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love the circus, especially Circus Soleil. Like I I've watched it on TV many times. I've never seen it. it. I only think of that Simpsons episode. I uh, I got tickets to one when I was oh, a, a bartender. I was I was at um, Ovo, which was one which had a like a huge egg in the middle of the uh, the stage and all of the acrobatics and all that stuff happened around the egg. Wait. I had no idea what was going on though. No idea you what the story was. You were a bartender? Yeah, once upon a time, which which is why I drink a lot. Oh yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> uh, any excuse would do. I didn't work in the food industry and I still eat a lot. There you go. There you go. And now look at you. 
What do you have to say for yourself now? Burping up chicken. <laughs> uh, and Ali, how are you, mate? I'm all right. Yeah. I'm actually a lot, like, very buggered lately. Like, I know what the joke is, is that I'm such an old lady, but I've been going to bed at, like, 9 o'clock and waking up to freaking people messaging and bitching and we complaining you, about me being in bed. Well, who's, who's messaging you, complaining about you being in bed? Bloody group chat, friggin' the gaming group chat. I see a hand raised. Luckily, by all my notifications. <laughs> all my notifications. Yeah, I always have a question because, like, what? Because of the. T- you always have a question that you need to ask Ali at like eight. Yeah, well, like it's well, my it's time. Fun. It's like eight. It's like eight o'clock, but like her time, it's like eleven. So yeah, nice. and even even nine. Nine's like six o'clock my time. So like I have to get in a question before six o'clock <laughs> my time. You've got to schedule in with. It's Ali. true. And- we do D&D, so there's like always like some back and forth that we always have to kind of do, but I'm always... Was it... No, Sparrow's Fight was when you wake up, isn't it? Mm. Well, how how is D&D going? Well, uh, this weekend's going to be our last one for like a few weeks because Ali has her man friend coming. Ooh. Man friend. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sound absolutely perverted. My yes. male company will be here. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so we've got big stuff going on this weekend. So, yeah, if you want to tune in for that, it's Nato J on Twitter. Plug, plug, yeah. plug. Um, but, yeah, it's real good. Like, I've had, like, I, like, I don't want to blow up, like, don't want to, you know, make them sound better than they are. But this is, like, one of the best groups I've had, had to DM. Fuck so yeah. What's up? Yeah, best group. Go the whole way. Go yeah, the whole way. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't like want to talk too highly of myself, but uh, we might actually be the best D and D group in the world, and Sam, I might be the best. Me what DM. my character's name is? What's your character's name, Ali? Bish. Do you want to know what her last name is? Slap. Close, please. Ah, uh, Bish, please. Yeah, right, but I've spelled it in a very tasteful way. So when I when I roll, or if I'm like the NPC, right, and you roll into a tavern. And mm-hmm. I say, hey there, pretty lady. You turn around and you go, listen, motherfucker. I missed the key bit to this bit. I should have asked you what your name is. Already the bit's done. I'm going to move yeah, on. Yeah, you've kind of screwed that up, man. Yeah, I kind of, kind of yeah. done And those jokes up. are done constantly, by the way. This is why, you, this is why you're not a DM, That's it. That's why Sam. I'm not a part no. of the best D&D group in, uh, in the whole wide world. Well, don't, don't say that because there is a D&D podcast that, on this collective of... 8-bit that also does D. Moving so. on. I speak uh, giant. There it is. Yeah, I speak giant. Give them a Shout listen. out to them. Give them a second best, second yeah. best D&D podcast in the whole wide world. Um, I don't know if that's a good plug or a bad one. I don't know. Number two is pretty good. Um, it's like Nelly's song. I'm number one. Two is not a... What is it? Two is not a member and three nobody remembers. Is that the lyrics? Dude, you're telling the story. Yeah. I don't yeah. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> the blank look on both mine and Ali's face then was just priceless. Uh, this may or yeah, may not. Yeah, but rule, I don't know it. <laughs> may or may not make it to yeah. the final edit. Um, <laughs> let's talk about video games. Uh, who wants Who wants let's to start? Raising on this can video a, game podcast. Can I get a hand raised for whoever wants to start, please? Ali. Yeah, um, I, I want to hear the game Ali's I hear what play. Ali says. Oh, um, that's first for a female. Um, so I've been playing Human Fall Flat. Um, I've seen this game doing the rounds like for a while now. It's, I can't, I can't put my finger down on how long this game's actually been out, 
but it's definitely done the rounds on your YouTubes and your gaming channels across uh, across across the broad. And um, it's actually really annoyingly fun. You're solving puzzles as these little squishy characters, which have like almost like a drunken mannerism. So Sam, you might be really good at this. Um, and or you're trying to navigate puzzles. To huh? Why would I be good at it? Because they're drunk. No, because they're Play-Doh. Um, oh, okay. So they're well, navigating puzzles. <laughs> of course, it's the drunk element. Everyone else will be wobbling. You'll be doing a straight line saying, I don't see anything wrong. Um, <laughs> it's like, it like counterbalances each other. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, no. pretty much you're trying to navigate certain puzzles and objectives and stuff. I'm terrible at it. I'm going to be upfront. I am terrible at it. Um, I was constantly being told to stop doing Zig Heil because my character, I couldn't coordinate my arms. So I was all, constantly had my arm just up in the air, always. Just one arm. Uh. So I wasn't helping. All right. And I dressed myself up as a policeman bride because you get to customize your little squishy characters. Policeman you can put your bride. face on it if you want. It's got a webcam option. What is a? Can you just go through the the attire that a policeman bride wears? Uh, so I had a porn stash mo thing, okay. and then a policeman hat, mm-hmm. and then a beautiful prince, like a princess bride kind of like dress. Oh, I see. Okay. Aww. Yeah. So you were like a, a super trooper bride. Yeah, or actually, yeah, that's a pretty good way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Does he have aviators? I can't remember. Maybe you should take a photo of your Couple face of with dick. aviators and like a pencil mustache on and then use that. I guess I could do that. Yeah. That's an option. Yeah. But I think everyone should play it. I want to see our teamwork, which is a term I use very lightly amongst us, um, in trying to see how we go in completing at least one stage for this because I'm sure chaos, rage, and fun will ensue. Uh, I... I disagree. I think that, um, you know, especially the teamwork that I've noticed between yourself and NATO, nothing but perfect synchrony and harmonious action. Well, that's synchronicity. what's Synchrony, synchronicity. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Could be very wrong. Uh, so h- how are you? This, by the way, are you typically pretty good? At this game? Yeah. No, like I said, I'm Terrible. Terrible. I'm absolutely terrible. I'm great with puzzles, but when you add that drunken element, um, I tried using keyboard. That was shit else. So I tried using, <coughs> bless me. Uh-oh. Oh, no. There we go. It went. Um, <laughs> sorry. Mid-sneeze. It's going to come back, by the way. Yeah. So tried controller, and that was much better. But either way, I just, I'm not good with the controls. I'm not good with coordination, mm. and I am useless as shit. So wow, thumbs that... up. Can't wait for us to work together. <laughs> that was a pretty dark note. No, you're not useless, Ali. You're just not great at this game. That's okay. There's always something. To so look how for. much? How much is it on Steam? I can't remember. I think I did get it on sale. I think it was. It had dropped to I don't know, maybe around fifteen. But I think it kind of sits. Okay. I sit. I think it definitely sits under like the twenty mark. Okay. Roughly, she okay. says. Just All ball, right. or I just pay and then don't ask. Yeah. So, nice. But. Yeah, it's just one of those. Make it like, rain. Yeah, exactly, man. When it comes to Steam, I'm just reckless. There's so like I've already recklessly bought some games that I completely forgot that I've bought. How and many? I just went through my Steam list. How many games do you have in your library? If you if you a hundred and twenty to... something. Okay, all right. That's you know. Well, it's not yeah, that I was going to say it's yeah. not, not horrible. Like not a you know egregious amount of games to have. How many of them have yeah, you not but played? I'll... 
Salim's quick question. About 100? You haven't played 100 of them? I'd say so. Really? Wow. I'd say so. Because I, I There's do There's so that. many games in there. I buy a couple and I just don't play them. Like, I bought Hylix. Do, you, do either of you know Hylix? It rings a bell. Hylix is like that crazy... It looks like almost um, like a weird claymation sort of art style and everything's melting and the whole thing like the text in it's random it's all from like a random text generator but um and it costs like three bucks and i've never played it it got rated really highly um as one of those crazy indie games around the time that uh undertale came out and oh okay yeah Ooh, that would have been, been a hard time to I'm compete like, oh, i'll give that a try one day nope no yeah Anyway. I mean, has it got has it got any relation to the hottest character of like last year or the year before in uh, Arms N- Helix, no. the character from? No, that. it's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> can, can we just rewind that Nader just said hottest character in Arms? Aren't they meant to be robots yeah. or something? No, no, most of them are girls. There was that big controversy because like one of the characters has like the big big ass booty. Oh, yeah, I must have yeah. missed that. Like, yeah, they're all girls, girls except for like Helix and I think one of the other Helix characters. Helix is cool. I like oh. Helix. Um, anyway, it's not about arms. That's what, the problem. Anything else, Ali? What, what else have you been up to this week? Um, Party Hard. I revisited that game. Um, I think I saw someone stream it recently and I was like, I remember Party Hard. That was a good game. Pretty much the objective is to go into a party and kill everyone without getting caught. So kind of my kind of game. Um. It's actually lots of fun and very challenging. Not very challenging, but it's challenging enough. There's a there's a challenge in there to keep you going. Definitely sounds like your kind of game. Definitely uh, sounds like my kind of game. Invite yeah. me to your nearest party. And um, I still have yet to play... Uh, oh, shit. Super Seducer? I think this one's been doing the rounds yeah. lately. Um, it just got recommended it's to off me. PlayStation now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Steam decided to recommend it to me first. And I'm like... Yeah, well, and obviously. I think I dropped it into chat as well. I was like, guys, look at this game. And the next thing you know, PlayStation's like, nah, we're not allowing this game. So I'm like, this must be a good game. This has to be. If they're PlayStation's banning it, this has to be a great <laughs> cool. game. At least it's got to be up your alley. Did oh. you end up buying the, the beach party one that I told you that you'd... What, my Sanran Kagura one, which you apparently told me about, which I already knew about ages ago? <laughs> no, I, I was just telling you... I was just telling you that it was finally out. No, I didn't. Oh so, you, oh, so you come at me like that and you didn't even buy it in the end. I'm sorry. If you listen to this podcast, you'd know that I'm a tight ass and don't pay full price for anything. <laughs> Hence why I'm a oh, PC gamer. <laughs> that's fair call, fair call. It's only like $20 at the moment. That's a, that's a solid meal. Uh, it is a solid meal. meal. $20 can get you several That's meals. That's a solid palmy at the pub. Mm, I'll, for the I will beer. say. Yeah. Can get you four servings but that of is... a fettuccine mushroom and sun-dried tomato dish that I can cook up for you next time you're in Sydney there, Nato. Oh, no, you have to take me back and get those um those Greek uh Greek pe- the Greek burritos, whatever they were again. <laughs> Up the up the road from the pub we were at for burritos. I can't remember. Sounds what like called. a kebab. <laughs> Is that what you're talking? Was this on the Super no, Bowl? No, it was. Yeah. Uh, we. What did you take? I think we went to Manush, and it was Lebanese. Um, it was Lebanese food, no? <laughs> Greek. Yeah, it was like pizza. Pizza wrapped up as a burrito. I don't remember. Yeah, what it was. It was uh, yeah, it's it was zato. A... Yeah, 
Zaptor. Yeah, that's. that's I want another fucking, one of that's them. A breakfast they were of champions, right there, mate. Dollar oh, fifty a slice. Come on, baby. Not even a slice. The whole thing. Ooh. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Dollar fifty. Yeah, dollar fifty. Only dollar fifty out out in the wild west. Not not in the city. In the city, it'll cost you more like two dollars. $2.50 which is highway robbery you still West. get basically a pizza wrapped up um, as, a as a burrito yeah uh, so value for yeah. money that's good yeah sounds really good oh. mm. Mm. it was the best thing I've ever had in my life yeah take that Sam um, but yeah that's all I've been doing uh, gaming wise cool cool uh, NATO J alright so I'm still, so I'm I'm nearly playing everything I was playing last week, but I'm at different stages with them now. <laughs> okay. So so I'm not going to get too far into Harry Potter this time again because I'm on I'm I'm still on I'm still given the hard I'm on, I'm in deep. That Oof. game has got me now. Like there's no every day I wake up I I check my energy levels I make sure I'm I'm doing my classes making sure I'm keeping my stats. Got to do your classes. It's and I, yeah. Well, you got to do your flying class. You need to keep your broomstick skills up. You got to keep your trans trans uh, transmutation classes up. Your potions classes up, and uh, the, the the I'm getting deep into the plot now. The plot's getting real thicker. There's a plot. The mystery of the mystery oh, of yeah. my missing brother is That's getting right. deeper. We finally we finally found the entrance to the cursed cursed vaults. So now I'm like, where's my brother gone? Because he's not in the vaults where which we thought he was in. But, yeah, it's a great game. I haven't spent any dollars, unlike uh, another member of this podcast has on his mobile game. So. Yeah, Sam. He's, he's pretty, no. he's pretty <laughs> goddamn notorious for going hard and, and forking out cash on games, God. isn't he? Um, so I'm assuming oh, yes. we're talking about being man, Brendan. Well, it's not yes. me. <laughs> and uh, it's not yeah, you, no, Ali, no, so. make it. I'm Yeah, no, definitely not. Is this the same person that dropped how much? 70 bucks on his WWE 70. card? Yeah. Oh, I haven't let it. I haven't like every day. I remind him <laughs> that he spent seven seventy dollars. Like anytime, like him and Pez are in the same conversation, I go, Pez, I'm so glad you're putting that microtransaction money to good use. Pez, do you remember the time you stole like, seventy dollars for Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, uh so yeah, it's so, so, like just to really explain that, you know what it is about that transaction is what he got for that. He got five wrestlers. Five fucking wrestlers. Yeah, but they weren't even good yeah, wrestlers. Yeah, That's the thing. It was. It wasn't like he got, <laughs> he got like shamers. forty packs of five each. He got one pack of five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he it's definitely like the worst kind that. of microtransaction ever. God, uh, it's yeah. like paying seventy bucks for someone to kick you in the nuts. That's what that was. Yeah. Nato, um, I have to ask: Have you put more time and effort to this magical school game than you did at normal school? <laughs> Um. Yeah. Easily. I would. E- I would. E- I would even go. I would. I would even go as far as I've put more effort into this game than I have worked the last two weeks as well. <laughs> sure, your boss would say the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah. So so it's real bad because like I never play mobile games. I usually hate mobile games because they're they're usually too short. Like I. I always that's most some most of the reason why I don't play indie games that much. I I I like to fall in love with a game and play it for a mm. long time. And like there's has been some indie games that I really enjoyed, but like by the time I'm like, "Oh my god, I love this." It seems like an indie game is always ending by that stage and I'm all like, "Oh, man, I really like this." So 
mobile games are even further than that where they they usually don't have any way to like fall deep into them but this game i'm only on my second year and like there's places and rooms that i can't get into when it says i'm until year seven so i'm like i'm in here for the for the main for the long run are you still in testing as well is this still yeah it's still beta i still have not met one person in real life or even on anyone i know on twitter that has this game. It's insane. Like, I, 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 I'm I, waiting for the email where they're like, you're not supposed to be in this game right now. So, who knows? I found one person on Twitter, like, by searching a hashtag, that he was up to the same kind of stage I was. And, that, and he had, like, no followers and no... He wasn't following anybody, so... Don't even know if it was real. So, still... I'm waiting for the day that I accidentally get kicked out of that so, game. So, Nato, what you're saying so, is this game is played by nobodies. Well, yeah, apparently at the moment. Don't, don't take my insult and just smooth it over <laughs> like it was nothing. I'm hey. so happy you're getting such enjoyment out of this game. Uh, out of a mobile game. I never thought in a million years, especially a Harry Potter one, because I'm like, it's still, as I said last week, I'm still angry about it that it's a mobile game because it has the potential to be really fleshed out. Mm. Yeah. And and that saddens me because the story is really what good. The, the RPG mechanic. Ah, uh, they're pretty average. You know, mobile they're game. mobile graphics. So you want good graphics yeah. though with Harry Potter. Dude, That's what dude. I mean. I want to see my I want to see my luminous I read spell seven like, books and... with no graphics and had a fantastic time. Uh, I read one book the and they released were in your the movie mind, and screwed over my imagination. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ali. Oh, Ali. I'm going to buy you the yeah. book collection for your uh, your upcoming birthday. No, no, Ali, don't get the book collection. Just get it on audiobook. Don't worry, apparently I'm not. Steve. He's getting it for me, so it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. No, but no, get, it's get, fine. Get, get, the, get the audiobook. It's, it's, it's read by Stephen Fry, and he does oh, an really? amazing job. Yeah, he does an absolutely that banger job. I might actually do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Most legitimate thing to take from this episode. <laughs> yeah, get the audiobook. Because he even does different voices for each character. It's amazing. No. What is I love it. Like? Yeah. What's his buckbeak oh, like? He's like I don't know. He's just re- he's he just goes really soft and oh Hermione went into the classroom and stuff like that. It's okay. amazing. I All love right. it. Stephen Fry. Yeah. A ten out of ten recommendation. He's- All right. Recommendation of the NATO's recommendation of the week. Go listen to the audio What was your recommendation Potter. last week? Te- um uh, uh play Harry Potter the uh what about the, mobile game. What about yeah. last month? Um, go play Sea of Thieves when it eventually comes out. Right, and just, all right, look into your crystal ball for a moment. What's it going to be next week? Oh, it'd definitely be Sea of Thieves right. next week. Because Sea of Thieves comes out next week, 20th of March. So get up on and that, about, everybody. Cross play, cross buy. Next year. Next year. Ooh, it was going to be anth- Anthem, but, you know, we've got a story coming up later that, like... I have lost total faith in that game, so we'll get onto that. But I'll finish off what I've been playing. I was just this trying week. to trip you I'll up, but you actually succeeded in giving a valid answer to every one of those dumb bits. Not even bits. I'm not enjoying <laughs> all this. Valid he's, he's getting through all the shit stirring right now. It's really bothering he's me. Too, you he's forget too I'm a DM. I've got to think. You know? I think on the spot. You got to be. You got to be. You got to duck and move and quick and you got to dab. You got to get in there, boy. You got to. Old duck Teflon Sudiaco. I'll put you okay. up on a few things. Yeah, you do it all the time. You're the worst. Um, all right, back to what I'm playing. Because, 
last week I hadn't got into it because the it just came out, but the new DLC timed e- expansion for C- uh, Siege Rainbow Six uh, Operation Chimera. It's it's a co-op. They don't want you to say it, but it's a zombie game. Like they're aliens, but they're zombies. Uh... But it it literally plays like Left 4 Dead, and it is so good. Like everything good about Left 4 Dead. It plays like that. You three co-op. You go into a place. You gotta. You can still board up walls. Everything you could normally do in Siege, where you could like reinforce walls, border up stuff, and set up everybody. It plays like you would normally play Siege, but you play it against zombies. So you, it's not like a horde where you stay in one place. You gotta move through. I think it's a, a playground, uh, a school, like a whole high school, a hospital, and I think it's a junkyard is one of the other maps. And yeah, you go from start to finish, you go through, you do a mission. The one the one I played the most was the hospital. You gotta get in, find the doctor, you gotta protect her for a while till she does her stuff, and then you've gotta escort her out of the building. And it's you you've literally gotta hold on to her and so you can I gotta switch it up between characters, because sometimes you'll need a character who's got a heavy gun. Sometimes things will be coming from long distance, so you need the guy with a long distance gun and it's really good. You still got all your hero abilities that you would have on all the operators, so it's really good. Was this necessarily I, something that people were asking for, or did they just throw it in there? They just throw it in there. It's free as well. Hmm. It's, yeah, it's awesome. I absolutely really enjoy it, because sometimes it can get... Like, when you when you get beaten ten rounds in a row on when you're playing normally, you just want something, you're like, oh, I need, I need to build up my self-confidence again, so you can jump back into Chimera. There's two new operators that come with that. They're really cool. Lion, and I can't remember the girl's name i only remember the lion's name because he's a lion and they've got two new abilities that help out during normal uh just normal mode whatever whatever you yeah. would call normal mode in siege yeah really loving that um i also finally started well, Neverwinter. Wait, wait, wait. i think i, I started I did have it. a question uh just about yes um tom clancy so uh how many people are there actually playing this game at the moment? Do you have any sort of snapshot of how many players there are playing at the moment? Because it seems... It, cause uh, you had, um, uh, the community's the at its highest the at the moment. After it, right? Yeah. yeah. What are they doing for The Division? They're doing nothing, are they? I'm, Division 2 just two. got announced. What? Yeah. No, I mean 1. <laughs> yeah, I'm about 1. Oh, no, one one is actually, apparently, it, talking to a lot of com- people that still play that game, the communities come back up, they really? put a whole lot, a lot of expansions in it, they cleaned a lot of uh, balancing up, uh, got a lot of changed mechanics to get rid of griefers that were coming, like, higher-level griefers that were coming down into the P- in the PvP yeah. area and killing low-level players. So I think they actually, and anyone who's playing it at the moment is really loving it. I know Jack from the network itself is playing and he's really loving at the moment. I think Benny's jumped back into it. Um, Are they people? And a whole bunch of other people. I thought it was dead. I thought it was absolutely dead. So did I. But now apparently it's, it's nearly, it's not the level of destiny one with the taken King, but it's nearly of that kind of renaissance. They're kind of having in, division at the moment i just assume and even that more it, so now i just assume that it wasn't doing well and that's why they're doing doing number two is that it's kind of like just scorch earth just get rid of everything let's start again yeah i don't know but I, i'm i'm looking forward to it i'm genuinely i liked the division the original one it 
was too grounded for me in which was what they were like banking yeah. on people liking the groundingness but if i want to play an mmo i want crazy crazy bosses and raids and stuff like that from wow to uh, destiny like we versus a dragon in wow or like on in destiny where you have like Crota on no uh, oryx on the side of the ship in a huge giant form shooting laser beams at you and i think the i want that problem kind of stuff. with division though was that it was way too repetitive yeah that was the problem mm. well any mmo is really repetitive really yeah but that oh, i can sc- totally that, that was to like that. a short fuse <clears throat> yeah Okay, oh. and uh, sorry, you were saying never winter. Well, I, I was, I'll answer your question. Uh, Siege's uh, community is the largest it's ever been All at right, the moment. So it's... Apparently, they, the highest number since really? they've released. All right, let's like c- that's concur. It. That's good because I thought we. I, I, I thought think it it's up done, in the three like... three millions at the three moment. Million? No, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like you're it's huge at the moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check that later. All right, you fact check that while I talk about Neverwinter. All right, so Neverwinter. Neverwinter is the MMO made by the Dungeons and Dragons people. Neverwinter, as I said last week or the week before, is one of the major cities on Sword Coast, which is one of the major areas that they people use in D- and DMing. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It's a standard MMO. Like, there's nothing making it better than any other MMO. It's just, it's D&D background, so that's why it's got its claws in me at the moment. It's also giving me ideas to kind of bring into my campaigns with my multiple DM, uh, my multiple dungeon groups. So that's really cool. I really like it. Benny's playing it with me at the moment. The NPC boys, I think I'm trying to get back into it. They had high-level characters, apparently, so they're going to maybe jump it back into it. And Yeah. Can good. I uh can I just publicly call bullshit on three million? Uh, on March 7, twenty seventeen, um, there was this article in PC Games talking about Operation Chimera, and they say that uh, Siege hits new peak play account of one hundred and seventy six thousand two hundred eight. I'm sorry, what year is was that, that from? This is this is oh two thousand seventeen. Oh my god. I'm way off. Yeah. But if that's yeah. the new peak, Thank there's you. no way it's 3 million. Sorry. My bad. No, I, I'll call bullshit on myself for a second. It couldn't be 100,000 as well. That sounds very yeah, low it does, as well. But... It was pretty low. Like last year, it still was pretty low. It was running into a lot of issues in regards to server issues, long wait times, especially now, for even... Now I'm um, reading another one where it says it's exceeded 25 million players. What is going on? And it's from there the same go. It's from the same um, website. <laughs> What the fuck is going That's on? That's the thing about this game. It's had, like, levels. Like, it definitely started off really badly because... And it did. Like, it kept on having server issues and people were waiting yeah. ages to have a game lined up and people were being frustrated. But slowly but surely, they fixed it up and now people are getting loaded into games and they're getting all their placements and everything like that. And a lot of people saying it's the best that it's been. All right, well, so. let's just agree to disagree that NATO's wrong on 3 million. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> happy to agree with that. All right. And that's 2 verse 1. And NATO. Thank you very much. Uh, all right, and and I'll finish up. I'll finish up. Uh, the last Sea of Thieves final beta was on the last weekend. Just went. Uh, they finally put in. Uh, they finally put in the third trader, which is the, that allows you to trade uh, cows and chickens and <gasps> all that, and also. Because of that, when you go to islands, there were pigs, little like teacup pigs running around and chickens and Why oh my god! Why did you tell me this? 
Uh, we put it in the group chat. We did. Oh, was we I did asleep? Mention it many times. No, it was on the weekend, so it was during oh, the day. It's because I was muted, you guys. Still a fifty-fifty, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was really cool. You finally got to see how that works. They haven't had that in the alphas or the other betas, so that was cool to see how it works, and also to see live like animals running around on islands was really really cool. I have and a question. You could just. Yep. Are the animals live on the boat? Yeah. <laughs> you, get, you get you have to you have to feed them and you have to care for them as well so for like it starts getting rainy or like sea you have to take them downstairs and I finally stuff have like a that. purpose in this game yeah it's real it was really really fun and i we i spent hours with one of my friends alex from irrational passion just run, running around on one of the islands chasing pigs like i found a pink one and then i was like oh a pink one and then one was like black with spots white spots that's called a cow and we found no, it wasn't. That was the tiniest cow I'd ever seen in my life. Um, and yeah, and then we found chickens on another island. And then I tried like the Zelda trick where like I just chopped it a few times and, and then kind of ran to see if chase after a whole you. bunch of... Yeah, chase... Oh man, it was a good time. And then on top of that, they, put, they showed you the ship customization. So you could uh, like see the new sails you could get, the boat colors, uh, the new... I don't know what you... The little... Uh, the icons they usually have on the front of the boats. I don't know the nautical term for that thing. Like the maiden or the oh, lion. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it escapes me as well. I know. It's on the tip of the tongue. Right, yeah. Let me, let me find it. But, um, yeah, the show showed all that. It's so a stern. It's, Something it, is a stern. Yeah. Mm. So it showed all what is pretty much available in base game which is real cool. I'm not, like all the different things that you can do at the moment. And also they had the first pirate raid. So up in the sky, a big, there was a huge smoke cloud in the shape of a skull face. And there was like green lightning in its eyes and you could see it from a mile away and you could ride up to the, to the skeleton fort that had all these uh, skeletons all over it. And I think there was, four or five ships by the time we got there and we we're all like nearly teaming up together to try and take on like the hordes and hordes of skeletons that keep spawning it was really cool so i just i loved this game anyway just the base what you were doing and now they've shown all these different ways you can have fun like as ali's reaction like she's definitely going to be hunting down animals and not hunting them collect, collecting them i don't know what you're i'm going to be hunting. the greatest pirate farmer <laughs> And yeah, and so I, I'm going to have fun going bounty hunting. You can go get bounties for p uh, dead pirates, uh, ghosts and stuff like that. And then just, I, I just want to get my um, Batman cave. That's all I want. That's all I'm achieving for, where I can just sail my boat out of a waterfall into the ocean. It's going to be excellent. <laughs> How do you have a bounty on a dead person? Uh, they come back as like this skeleton mutant thing. Duh. Why? Ali, yeah, God, Ali. Oh, sorry, my ex. But yeah, that that's been my week. What about you? What are you about cool. you? I, dream? I feel, what have you been I feel dreaming bad, about? Um, that I haven't been able to join you on on your quests as a. You will, Gabby. You will, scurvy, scurry dog pirate. One of those might have been a word. Um, yeah. What have I been up to this week? All right, so I have. Um, it's interesting. I've played two games. Got two games to report on. I feel like thematically speaking, 
um, you could wrap these up in 2016, basically. I took a trip down memory lane to two games that um, uh, that I certainly wasn't too thrilled about at the time they came out, uh, unfortunately. And one of them uh, is going to piss Ali off to no extent, probably as well my reaction to the game now. I'll start with the other one, uh, which was Final Fantasy Fifteen. So... There's a new Final Fantasy 15 or a new version of it coming up very soon. It's kind of a game of the year edition. I think it's called something like the King's Edition or blah. Um, I'll find that in a moment. But it basically is what uh, many suspect to be sort of the finished version of the game because the game released in a very poor state, uh, for lack of a better term, particularly certain plot points, several plot holes, um, some fantastic uh periods of the game particularly the early parts are really well fleshed out and a lot of fun and then you know it kind of just goes into this very narrow end point um towards the end of it and this aims to sort of flesh that out it includes all the bonus episodes for their other characters like uh prompto and gladiolus and um, ignis and it also gives you additional functionality in the new game to actually, you know, use things like rifles, which um, previously weren't available in the original version of the game. So, I didn't play that. I played the original uh, to see or get get a sort of get a sort of temperature <laughs> of what I would feel. They made the game better, so I decided, nope. I'm well, playing I always the shit wanted version. to. <laughs> I always wanted to play it again a year after. Uh, I had it in my head that I should play it around August last year. Um, with the updates to see how it's improved and give it a bit more of a fair shake. Um, that didn't happen, so I thought at least now with the updates, have another crack at it, see how you feel. My big problems with the games, uh, sorry, with the game had nothing to do with the story. Oh, sorry, nothing to do with the combat. It was all the story. The story sucked. Um, a lot of the maps weren't very good, but I really enjoyed the combat. Surprisingly, a lot of people had a lot to say about that, particularly around camera angles and stuff, but I never had a problem with it. I thought it was really cool. Um, and I wanted to give it another run through. The problem is that it's a Final Fantasy game and it goes on forever, and I didn't want to do that now. But I think with what I've seen, I will pick up the new edition and I will do a complete run through, and hopefully it's a better experience than the first time through. You hope it's better than a broken game. It was a game. horribly you know, broken. It was uh, look. It was a six at minimum out of ten. Like it was not yeah. the worst game in the world you'd ever played. It was just so disappointing. As a longtime mm. fan and someone who's been G'd up for ten years prior to its release, like it was just a very disappointing release. And so I yeah I, I want to give it you know again a bit of a fair chance. And I think that with the new release coming up um, with you know what you could call the game of the year edition the complete edition um even though it was 2016 uh I, I think that's the best version of the game so i will give that a try now on to the fun part uh so ali i'll get you to guess the game i thought this would be a great way to do it wait 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 what, uh, i got one question i'll give you one answer ha like all right you said if it's it's probably going to be a six game again so like remember i i Two weeks ago, I gave you Wait, some what? homework it's a, to go hunt down a game a for me game. to play. It's, an, it's a six, as in, like, you, you rate it oh, six sure. out yeah, of ten. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I gave you a game to go look down. Have you had a chance to look at Lost Odyssey? No, yet? I haven't. I haven't. You need to... It, you'll find it super oh. cheap. 
It's because it's. I just feel awful because uh, not only have I not had a chance to get to it, I actually, in fact, have not even looked for it just yet. And I'm so sorry. It's not because I don't love no, you. No, just get it off the get it off the digital store because I'm pretty sure it's a 360 game that's um, backwards compatible. So you find it on the 360 store for like two, three dollars. Okay. Download it on your Xbox One. All right, Lost Odyssey. I've written it down underneath my like um, editing notes, and I will go and do that. Yeah. And next time you're on and I'm on, we're going to talk about it. All right. So you better bring. He's going to be editing the podcast and be like Lost Odyssey, and he just (laughs) (laughs) just like last time. No, I didn't do that last time. Um. All right. Fun part. Game. Uh, Ali. It is. I'll give you two hints. One. It came out in 2016. Two. It involves oh. a lot of walking and a lot of jogging. And, and like, I'm secret walking. third hint, you'll fucking want to rip my spine out for playing it um, because you play it and I've given you shit about it in the past. A lot of walking and a lot of jogging. Yeah. Well, you don't have to jog if you don't want to. Yeah, but it involves a lot of moving and jogging is, you know, the more ground you can cover, the typically the better off you'll be. Come on, it's so easy. All right, do you want another hint? Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, all right. Pokemon. You've been playing Pokemon Go. Yes, I have. Oh! You asshole. You gave me much grief about playing this game literally literally <laughs> the last time i was on the podcast i gave you shit about this game uh, <laughs> um so uh so it was a crazy it was a crazy um it was a crazy saturday morning i tripped i fell and it was on my phone and um uh, you know what's gonna happen i'm gonna trip and fall and then get my fist right in your face that's totally totally fine that's totally fine. I look to be very fair to you. I've given you a lot of shit over the years about this game because you continue to play it and I think everyone else dropped it. And I gave it a lot of crap when it came out. Now, I started again. I'm going to read out some stats because I didn't just start playing this game. I went fucking full throttle. Of course uh, you went fucking ham. Uh, let me bring up my notes. Uh, I want to okay. know why you picked it up. Why? Why? What changed why 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 don't get caught up in the why alley just live in the moment no i'm gonna get a caught up in this motherfucking uh, why because why don't do it beat the shit out of me fucking here's, with your words here's what happened i was like harry potter um wizards unite can i get that no what's the next best thing so <laughs> <laughs> so i i downloaded um downloaded pokemon go now i downloaded this on the 10th of march and at the time of recording this podcast four days have passed four days i want you to guess what my level is ali four days four days you're gonna be like in the double digits aren't you i might be i might not be i need you to guess an actual integer non-negative and uh let me know and i'll tell you how how right or wrong you might be 12 i'm gonna say 11 11. okay 11 from nato ali lock it in lock it in 12 how about 22 Oh, you Jesus! Yep. I think you're a bit higher than me. Yep. I have I have gone 
full throttle. Uh, I've got a lot of stats Damn. here that I wanted to read out because I'm really, I'm really proud of myself. I've actually really jumped into this. So I've collected uh, 365,000 experience so far, level 22. Guess how many individual Pokemons I've caught? Not total, just individual ones, like types. I'm going to say, because now there's about up to gen four, like three yeah, and a half. Yeah. So I'm going to say a good 102. Okay, close. 106. I've seen 173 though. That was actually really impressive. Um, complete shot in the dark. But NATO, you and I, we're in sync, buddy. We're in sync. Um, I've visited 23 gyms. I've murked three of them. I've, I've <laughs> uh, run 24k. I'm actually running multiple times a day now just to cover more territory, just to get Pokemon. It's actually really good. I highly recommend it if you're trying to get in shape. What level are you? 22. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah, there's no way you could be playing nonstop for two years and be under 22. That would just be ludicrous. Um, hatched 11 there's eggs. A next to me. Visited 245 Pokestops and my boys have defended Jim so far for 30 hours which I'm kind of happy about, but that should be a lot higher. But the point is... Uh, it should be higher. Yeah, I'm just not really trying. I, I've got to put You've got to break in. a day. Uh, 30 hours is a day. So who's your main? Who's your main? Well, I'm, I'm in this we- really weird area in Glebe where all I seem to catch is bloody Kangaskhan. I've got like enough Kangaskhan. I've got enough <laughs> Kangaskhan to open that. up Salim's Safari Zone. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> and my like, I just... No matter how many other types I collect and like, I've almost got, um, you know, enough for Venusaur and I've almost got enough for like another third level evolution. Um, I only seem to catch very powerful Kangaskhan, like, like CP 1500 Kangaskhan. It's crazy. Um, Anyway, so I I actually have kind of turned a corner on this game, obviously. Um, I really enjoy... Turn a corner. You've took a fucking Yui, mate. Yeah, t- turn a few corners. You're not even in the same state anymore. You've you've changed different, like, you've changed your mode of yeah. transport. Uh, I hope the listeners have some kind of pity for me, right? Like, I know everyone thinks that I, like, absolutely dropped the friggin' sass on you frequently and unjustifiably. But I just I, want everyone to hear this and understand how much I got shat on by him and then he's now he's all like fucking Ash Ketchum. If I had the time or energy, I would put a super cut together of all the times I've put shit on you for playing this game. And I feel... Look, Ali, deep down, I feel bad about that. But that was yesterday, Salim. And this no, is today, don't. Salim, who is a Pokemon <laughs> no, master in training. Um, yes! <laughs> so, so basically... All right, we should plan a trip then this I'd love nothing more. Do a fucking more. Pokewalk I would in love Sydney. Nothing more. Yeah, IRL stream. Pokemon IRL stream. Um, Let's do it. It's look, I I I do think that it's very different to the Pokemon Go that I played when it was initially launched though. And I think a uh, a big part of that has to do with the gym interactions now. It also has to do with um the introduction of raids, which is very recent. Also on the experience side, I do need to confess I have been taking advantage of a recent um double xp month i think march has been a bit of a double xp month like player wide celebrating yeah which ends soon but that's largely why i'm level 22 and not level 15 or 11 um that said like again i'm having a good time with it i think i haven't put a cent into it by the way um that was going to be my next question yeah well you know me i'm i'm an absolute miser i'm not going to put 
anything into a game that I don't have to. Um, into this game. Unless it's Hearthstone. Uh, <laughs> it's it's been really rewarding though. Uh, actually, you know, getting out there, going because I, I look, I go for runs semi regularly anyway. So it just kind of makes sense to you know go for a run and play Pokemon Go at the same time. In spite of the fact, catch those things. In spite of the fact that I almost fell over um, down some stairs yesterday, uh, not paying attention. So <laughs> if you don't hear from me, if they do a sort of <laughs> Um, you know, Rip Celine podcast. You know exactly what happened to me. Uh, Can I have on your uh, gravestone? I told you so. Not while my family's Pokemon there. Pokemon Go. I told you so. Not while my family's there. I'll be happy if I'll do you it after them like, with the permanent marker. Uh, wh- why don't you just do it? Kind of. I don't know. Like on the back, really the back? small writing. Maybe like dig a little hole where the like where the dirt will fill in eventually, and no one will ever see it that way. But you'll know it's there when you write it at the sort of the I bit. need people to see it Sam well you know what I'll be dead and you will have to deal with my family yeah. and, and that's fine look they're not you know they're pretty harmless they're not going to come for you um, <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you Ali I really I really don't mind uh, although what will God say when you're desecrating the dead yeah what will God say yeah what will God say he'll be saying that's no skin off your nose or corpse or bones <laughs> mm. next I like to think did it. Anyway, all right, next. So uh, that was it. And look, to be really um, fair, just really tying this up, sorry. Um, I, I've been like super busy lately and playing this in the downtime has actually been really helpful to relax. So I actually highly recommend mobile games. I'm trying to play mobile games because I feel like as a on whole, we've we've kind of neglected them to a certain degree. I, I don't know. Do you think that's a fair comment, Ali? We, we tend to play a lot of... Um, you know, console games and a lot of PC yes. games, which is totally fine. I'm not having a. Are you kidding? I'm not having a go, Ali. Jesus, it's not against. No, you, Ali. I'm. I'm. I'm more really surprised that you're like, oh, we neglect P- um, co- um, mobile games when the majority of a lot of things that you talk about are Hearthstone, which is a mobile game. Oh, you played that. F- yeah. That f- you played that Final Fantasy game that was on your phone. And oh, I recently, think it was also yeah. Another yeah. game that was like a fighting one as well, like last year. I actually feel like you, yeah. you especially talk about We're coming Sam's up on a hundred episodes. Mobile Look, you're not wrong. Like all those things are absolutely right. I just think, uh, on the whole, like there are millions of bloody mobile games, um, and I'm just actually making excuses for my general laziness and poor time management here. Playing mobile games on the train yeah. is how I basically get through this little segment of the episode. <laughs> uh, but no, like it's it's okay. He just said what I thought. I just said exactly what you've been thinking this whole time, and eventually you will overtake me, Ali. You will be the host when Brendan's away, but not yet. But not yet. Mm. You've got a long way to go. You got to wake up oh, early okay. to kill me. You can me, have Ali. that. Um, you can have that. NATO can have that before me. That's what she tells you, NATO. But you're gonna wake up with a bloody poison snake in your Subiaco bed, and that's gonna be Ali. <laughs> As I say to the missus, better men have tried to kill me. <laughs> That's the thing about Ali. It's the same as um, what killed man? the wyvern in Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Ali's no man. <laughs> Did anyone get that reference? Ali, you just look stunned. Yes. I thought it was a good reference. I, yes. I don't watch Lord of the Rings, so I've got no oh, idea. Okay, no but then I'm trying. like, are you saying I'm not a man? No, no, are you no. You are, you are absolutely a G. Like... I forget the name of that character. Yeah, he was actually he was actually like propping you up, but I was actually bringing you down because I was like, better men have yeah. tried. So, See, you know, I got you back, <laughs> Ali. I got you back. Should we move into okay. some news? I think so. Yes. This week's news headlines. Okay, <laughs> and 
Uh, kicking off the news this week. Uh, this one's a big one for us here in Australia. Um, if you're overseas, you probably won't care so much, but you know, just maybe stick around and listen because we've got something else for you guys coming up, I think. Uh, PAX Australia and EB Expo are teaming up asterisk. Um, so it was announced last week that the EB Expo will have its own set corner or booth at PAX Australia this year, which will feature some of the world's um, greatest developers in their you know upcoming games. And this is uh, newsworthy because if you don't already know this, EB Expo is its own thing that happens also in October, um, er- very early October. Yeah. Um, and it was in Brisbane last year. Previously, it was here in Sydney, which we attended, Ali. Um, yeah. So it's got its own expo already, same month. And then PAX takes place in Melbourne later in October. So they're, they're joining forces. Um, what is unknown at the moment is what happens to EB Expo because they haven't quite closed the book on that just yet to say that that's not necessarily mm. going forward this year. Uh, but still fantastic news. It, it, like EB Expo, I don't know. Ali, what was your thoughts in 2016? Great year. Just talking about it. Um, 2016, what were your thoughts from that expo? Mine were that, you know, you kind of walk around, you spend a few hours, you're done. Yeah, yeah but luckily, cool. luckily with walking around, I got to play Pokemon yeah. Go. So. Can, I, can um, I just quickly apologize? Nato, we, I didn't see you there, I feel like. We didn't oh know, each, know each other. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like a sliding I, I'd, door. I'd pretty much been... Yeah, I've been going to EB Expo for the last, like, four For the whole time it's been in Sydney. Well, well, let me ask you then. What's your general experience at EB Expo? Uh, It was good the first couple of years, and then it kind of got quieter and quieter. And then I think one of the years it popped back up, and that was only because there was so much coming Mm. out that year that they had the opportunity to put a lot of stuff. So two reasons I really like this. I I could see you fitting all of the stuff that's not at both expos into uh mm. packs put it in like ha- the other half of the board game section that that wing you could fill that with everything that's not at packs that's at eb expo you could put all that there so that's cool and for someone like me that lives over this side of the country trying to get to both those events like yes they're at the start and finish of october but they're so close together that it's hard to book that kind of time off work to say like hey can i have the start and the finish of that month off and it's still money as well oh yeah Yeah, to go to both yeah and flying yeah so this is actually excellent for me because last year i chose to go to pax for the first time ever because i was like no i don't really want to go to brisbane i don't really know anybody in brisbane that i can probably stay with and save some cash, so I'm then. just going to go to. But to put, PAX this but year. To put it into context as well, because at the moment it's you know if, again if you haven't been to either it's convention and convention, but like PAX is a country mile ahead of what EB Expo is. Oh, I know. Like at PAX, yeah. it's very hard to get bored. There is so much to do. They do a they do a fantastic job already. Ali, bit of a smirk on your face. What you disagree? There's, I thought there was tons last year at PAX. Um, yeah, but like you know me and spaces full of sure okay all right well uh, look that you know personal grievances with society on whole aside 
Uh, <laughs> I think at PAX Melbourne, you know, there's tons to do. Last year, they had Sea Thieves, the ship out the front. Last year, they had the biggest indie showcase, I think, ever with a number of games there to play. And I got stuck there for so hours many. with Tegan from Reset yeah. Podcast. Um, give him a listen shout out Michael does the intro to this whole thing and it's fantastic um, but then you've got your tabletops then you've got your miniatures then you've got your shops like that was I think our biggest complaint about RTX it was all shops there was literally nothing to do all shops yeah. this is kind of the opposite you can yep. buy things but there's so much to play and they really put effort into making sure that there's things happening and things to do namely like panels um, yeah. EB Expo is a good convention. It's not to say that it's a bad one. Um, in 2016, when we were there, again, it was it was great, but you spent a few hours there and you're kind of done. To their credit, though, they do pull new, um, new releases and they do pull upcoming releases there as well, which are always interesting to play. Um, mm. Yeah, I, look, I think this is actually really good because I think EB will only enhance packs. Um EB on its own though I wouldn't actually recommend going to it like I wasn't going to go to Queensland last year no yeah yeah no we all decided that we pretty much weren't going yeah um, yeah I, I only go because I, I knew people in Sydney every year so that's why I went to EB instead of PAX for all those years and now like I f- I'm sad that I didn't go to PAX all those yeah. years well now you know so, now, so you, and now you don't have to choose yeah. now you've mm. got both the best of both worlds I got both. Um, so again, yeah, fantastic. But this too. is very interesting because um, that day, that 26th, 28th, um, it's been brought up that that's when TwitchCon's on. Yeah, but who cares TwitchCon. about TwitchCon? Only a lot of people, yeah, the actually, streamers, yeah. which are, uh, which are, I, I, as much as, uh, you know, maybe you two don't want to admit it, but streamers are a big thing when it comes to packs. Like, there are a lot of booths and stuff like that that depend on the showmanship of, like, Australian streamers and, you know, putting them in the limelight. Like, yeah, it's a big deal. And so Australian streamers will be pretty much tasked with, do you represent at TwitchCon or do you represent at PAX? I, look, to be honest, we probably did dismiss that very quickly. Twitch is obviously huge. Um, yeah. But that said, fuck Twitch. It's all about PAX. <laughs> I got you back, Luke. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's mixer yeah. all the way. That's, that's where that's where we're going. <laughs> uh, but no, but it's a good point, Ali, because you you are absolutely right. But I always view TwitchCon to be um, for Twitch, well, An yeah, Americanized one, but also by Twitch for Twitch streamers, not by Twitch for Twitch. Yeah, fans. but then isn't isn't there BlizzCon like right near it as well? So a lot of people knock out BlizzCon and TwitchCon I, in within the same few I weeks. I think typically BlizzCon is after and and look, you know, to be fair, nothing changes there. The scheduling, I mean, I feel like PAX was also Something around this time last on. year. No, am I wrong? Yeah, it, I think a yeah. lot of people, what I remember people saying was that yeah, they, they were went like a week to apart. one, flew back and then had to go to the other. Yeah. Uh, look, it's. I think yeah. it's. You know, it's go time for the for the guys that need to hop around and do all of them. Um, but you know, nothing changes. Like that's kind of been the case year on year. Um, the only thing is that they don't necessarily have to go to EB Expo this year because they'll be at PAX, so they get to save on fees, save on air flights, maybe, and they can spend that money on well, something. They can only go to one. Useful. I don't know what to tell you, Ali. I don't know what's going to appease you here. Um, one flight, you know, it's good. It's potentially one cancelled flight that ruins your whole thing. No? Yes. Yes. Next. Okay. Next. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, who loves Bioware? 
I like you old like Bioware. Ali, what's your stance? Yeah, and I and I like the old crew that worked at old Bioware. I, what does that mean? Well, uh, actually, I'll let NATO take point on this one. Damn it, I was hoping you'd read the title because I can't say his last name. <laughs> I'll, I'll, so. say, I'll say it just to get through that part. Uh, and yeah. apologies if I muddle this, but Drew Carpishan, uh is the lead writer uh, on several, um, you know, huge titles. He's the lead writer on Anthem and was, at the moment. Yeah, and was lead writer. Or he, he had worked on Anthem. I'm not sure if he... Was he lead writer on Anthem? Yeah, he was. That's why they brought him back, just what, for in Anthem. In 2015? Really? Yeah. That's when they started oh, writing. The writing's done. Writing, writing doesn't have to go all the way through to product delivery. Yeah, I know, but it it it, it is like that's what they've marketed as this big, huge nah. MMO Destiny division yeah. kind of thing. So you, he like the last time he like here we'll give this some backstory of Drew. Drew joined early Bioware. He helped write uh, Baldur's Gates, yeah. all the Baldur Gate games he wrote Kodo. like when i say wrote he's one of the it's not just one person writing it's yeah. multiple people but he is the main contributor for all the dialogue in Kodo. so anything to do with dialogue in kotor he wrote pretty much 99 percent of all the dialogue in kotor um he did mass effect 1 mass effect 2 and half of mass effect 3 you, and mass effect 3 is when he started think that to that's leave maybe why mass effect, 3, mass effect 3 was so not great all all i'm saying is every game he's worked on as a writer either as head writer or main contributor are the good games at bioware and any ones he wasn't on have do you been think he, do you think he was the one who wrote <laughs> the ending of mass Andromeda. effect 3 and that's why they had no, to like. No, he he apparently left. Yeah, he left. Apparently, I think he. I think it, it goes that he helped write the start of three, and then left to go do his uh, novels right. that he was reading. He went and wrote for the next. And that's and that's and probably saw the graphics and just went fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes. So him coming back uh, two years ago or three years ago now really put uh, a fire in me where I was like, oh my god, Anthem might actually be good. Because a lot of their writing has been... Re- like, some of the Dragon Age games have been good, but nothing felt the way when any time Drew is on a project. It never has that kind of panaz and that, like, shock and awe and yeah. twists and, oh, just depth to it. That any time Drew is on a project... Like, he, he... As I said, he... Like, for things like Baldur's Gate, he wasn't... He wasn't the higher up then, but... I don't know. He must just have this magic that helps out with the writing processes. That like anytime he's on a game, obviously does an you feel really job. strongly about this NATO. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just to, I love Drew because like he went and wrote a whole bunch of like novels for the Kodor series and the Mass Effect series, and they're about the only books I've oh, ever man, read in my life. Don't break it. So. I'm jerking him off. I'm just gonna read out a few things here, uh, <laughs> just just around his career because I think it's kind of interesting. <laughs> Um, so Drew did leave in 2012 to actually pursue sort of side um, jobs. He, he was focusing at the time on novels, I think is what it said. Uh, he came back into the fold in 2015. And uh, again, so effective 3rd of, or 2nd of March or 3rd of March, um, he's again left citing that he wants to work on side projects like novels, like graphic novels. And he's actually already got a, a sort of game logged up with, uh, sorry, game knocked up with, 
Knocked up? Is that also the right thing I was trying to say? Sure, why not? Knocked up with... Well, unless he fucked it and then impregnated it. Yeah, well, uh, well, it's with Fogback Entertainment, which is a new studio owned by uh, Fox, which, you know, already... Bit of a bit of a shit taste Ugh. in my mouth with, uh, with that, but uh, but he he announced yeah. this on his own website and he wrote that you know it's time for me to move on. Everyone who works at Bioware pours their heart and soul into the games they're making. It's creatively demanding and at times exhausting. Uh, in the past, I've managed to juggle juggle outside projects with my work at Bioware, but it always took a toll. So obviously, this is a sort of an altruistic motive. Um, with a person who's trying to do something very fulfilling, um, working on things he he feels passionate about. But I would say that, you know, projects like Kodor, like Mass Effect, they seem like really like creatively, um, you know, they're huge. They're, they're absolute um, yeah. achievements as far as the gaming industry is concerned. And it's just kind of weird that he wouldn't stick around to do Anthem. It doesn't really bode well for it, does it? Especially with the delay nope. announced uh, the start of this year, that it's not going to be published this year, it'll be yeah. next year. Well, like the e- easy example of him coming into a project and then leaving a project and coming back, he when he just before he left, he helped write the Swator MMO mm-hmm. that Bioware did. He left. They did three expansions, all of them terrible well, hold on, stories. Before you, before you go further, good. though, fantastic cinematics. Yeah. On those trailers, on those trailers, yes. they're amazing. If oh, you haven't seen, God. like, yeah, if you want to I, see Star Wars at its finest, I want the games. Watch the Swirtor trailers; they're the best. Yeah, yeah. And then he came back when he came back in 2015, helped with the final expansion that they were working on at the time, which is the current one that's out now, and is exactly where which brought everyone back to the game because everyone fell in love with it because mm. it was amazing. Like, I, I just I, as much as I keep like, yeah. Saying how, like, brown-nosing him, you can literally see when he comes into a project how good it is. And Swator, the MMO, is a perfect example of him leaving a project and then coming back and helping out and how much it improves a project. So it does not bode well for Anthem. If that is he's finished up with what Anthem needed at the start, cool, we're probably going to get a good story for the base game of anthem but then i'm very hesitant for the expansions we'll see in the future yeah, then, Ma- mass group. effect 3 repeats itself maybe um still uh, I, i'd yeah. be interested to see what what comes up next particularly what's going on with fog bank apparently it's like some kind of episodic game um anyway that's uh that's that hopefully uh that's not the end of it though and drew comes back for a third run at the at the bioware uh bioware career um no, I want him to go to... Oh, I can't remember their name, but the guys who make uh, Divinity. I'd love to see him on a div- the next Divinity game. That would just blow... That would just be my dream game mixed up together. That would just blow you. Oh, Someone's it would. got to. I'd, I'd give up human con- contact uh, Divinity with that game. is... Larian Studios. A- Larian Studios. They're, yeah, they're a European studio. German or something I like that. I do not know. I'm pretty sure. Um, okay, so so I think I've kind of got point on the next one, seeing it is to do with one of the aforementioned mobile games that I've seen to play a ton of, which is Hearthstone. Woo! New expansion announced. Yay. Which would? Woo! Which would expansion? Um, so this is bang on time. We're expecting a new expansion with the start of the new year. 
uh, the new Hearthstone standard format year, I should say. Um, so we're coming out of Kobolds and Catacombs, which was, a, in my opinion, was a fantastic expansion and a, a really one of the best solo content uh, modes delivered in Hearthstone since it came out. Um, I played that, I reckon I played that for about 50 hours easily and it was completely free. Highly recommend everyone give that a crack. Um, so we've got the Witchwood, it's coming. And of course, with it comes a whole slew of changes to the game. Um, there's an introduction of two new mechanics, the rush mechanic, which is a lot like charge, except uh, you can't rush the face, you can only attack other minions. So at the same time it gets played on, or the same turn it gets played, it can attack other minions, but it's it can't attack the, the opponent's face again. I just said that twice, that's fine. The other one's called Echo. <laughs> Uh, so Echo, for a card that has Echo on it, on the turn that you play it, you get a copy of it back in your hand, but it only lasts for that turn. So it means that you can play the same card multiple times in a turn because it keeps popping Echoes, but once that turns over, you're restricted in actually playing them. And they um, mm. they showcased four cards, I think, uh, when they announced which one. One of them was an Echo card. Um, which was three mana cost, which means that, you know, at nine mana, you can play three of these in a turn. And they've all got taunt. They were reasonably statted. They were neutral cards as well. So it's it's a really already like the, the cogs are turning in people's heads about what you can do with this card, the potential synergies, how you can sort of exploit um, this mechanic to really, you know, make it more powerful and build powerful decks with it. Uh, it seems like a bit of a warlock mm. card. Um, just the hot tip from your boy, The Dream, who stole that from someone else. <laughs> but uh, it's it's actually, you know, look, expansions are always a fun time in Hearthstone. They come three times a year as well, which is exactly what keeps me hooked. Uh, and I, I can't wait for this to come out. It's, it's always a good time. The meta changes, the game changes in such a drastic way. The, it's like getting a new card game to play every expansion. Um, with this again... I agree. You agree? Like, I just, I, well, in the sense that there has been times where I've come back to, like, Hearthstone because of the theme. Mm. Like, when they did the Mobsters one. Yeah. Like, there was, like... Main Streets of Gadget I loved Zen. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this one's, like, was it Gothic Horror? So, I think yeah. this might be my kind of thing, so... Straight up Alley. Straight up Alley's Alley. <laughs> How is that not a thing already? How have we never said that before? It has been. I <laughs> shake my head every time you guys say, that's right up that's your right Alley. That's right up your Alley, Alley. Uh... <laughs> So dream, dream, dream. As as the resident expert with this with this rush mechanic, it is very similar to another mechanic. So do you reckon they're gonna make it so those cards with rush are gonna have like a lower summoning, like a lower mana them? cost, like just to justify? No, so the, the different- card they showcased uh, was a warrior card that had rush on it. It was actually I think it's called War Song. Oh, no, I forget what it's called. But basically, it's a warrior card. It's a four mana cost card to attack five health. Has rush, and it's got a battle cry mechanic, which is the same time you play it. When you play it, um, something happens. That's what battle cry is. Um, plus three attack yep. for the first turn. So on the first turn, you play this rush card. It's a five, five. It's four mana. What that basically okay. translates to is a very powerful mid-range card that can trade up and it can trade down and it's also you know again playing it on turn four playing it with this new rush mechanic means that it can act straight away you don't have to worry about your opponent having to take a turn before it can attack 
So it's a powerful card. Yeah, but I just mean the benefit you'd use over over well, the charge. I don't card think you'd necessarily like compare that. them based on the mechanics alone. You've got to look at the stats associated with the cards as well. Typically, charge cards yeah. are high cost, low you know low reward because they get the charge mechanic, and I think. Yeah, that that's what I mean. Like you'd think, I thought the the rush ones would well, be I, a lower cost. I think rush cards don't. will be typically more only efficient ca- because they're not able to attack the face, yeah. so it means that you can't get like same turn lethal combos out of them. Um, you can only yes. at best manage the board better. Um, so they'll have better features on them rather than a yeah. I, I lower think cost. that they'll be more efficient uh, than charge cards are at yep. the moment. But that said, we don't know what else is coming out in this set in the Witchwood set and uh, we in the Hearthstone community are waiting with bated breath uh, so look with that you can probably expect a few more Hearthstone updates as the month goes on and in the lead up to the release they are doing as well sorry worth mentioning they're doing a really good deal um, on the number of packs you can buy you get a really efficient or oh, I keep saying efficient you get a really value heavy uh deal if you go in and i think it's something like 40 or 50 packs for i actually don't want to say the dollar amount because i think it'll change depending on who you are and what you buy it off of but basically go in you can get a really good deal they always do good deals at the start of the expansion great great plug right i think i thought it was a good plug i have no notes on this deal i just remember hearing about it somewhere and reading anyway blah 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 don't do it tell them sam sent you (laughs) yeah use the promo code std (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you've waited you've waited 97 episodes uh, to do that waited, haven't you? but i uh, i feel like i got it just at the right time just at the right time yeah. um moving on to the next bit of news and look i think if i introduce this one i'm not going to do it justice nato tell us what a golden banana is and why it's so goddamn important to the pirate community I don't actually know, so I'm going to actually give this off to the one that knows all about bananas, Miss Ali Hart. Well, <laughs> that's, I like, that was really clever, so. Um, now switch camera. Ah, oh, goodness me. Um, so what this article is about is not about donkey, what the hell? What's the switch camera? <laughs> Sorry, Nate's just changed his camera and I'm not sure what I'm looking at. <laughs> Um, so what we're talking about here is a treasure hunt that is being organized by Sea of Thieves for their launch. Um, this is a worldwide, and I say that in quotation marks, worldwide, um, event where they will be sending out clues and riddles where people will have to solve them. And actually in, they'll be in real life treasure hunting as well as, um, some promotions that will be going on just strictly on the website for those places that are not involved. There's only really select places like in Australia, it's just in Sydney, I think Victoria, Canada, and then like other areas like Paris, I think is another one. Um, but essentially the winning team in each region will be getting a gold banana, a set of gold bananas and worth the value of 35,240 Australian dollars. Well, 20,000 pounds. Pretty goddamn good. 35 Gs. So what do we do with that? Well, that's... Can I just... Can I um, just sort of lay down some street knowledge? That's 35 stacks. (laughs) But more appropriately, that's 35 bags of doubloons. No? Do they not come in thousands? (laughs) 
So the, the oh, riddles God. will be released on the 25th of March. Just so people Not even dignifying it with the answer. <laughs> getting, getting this back on, uh, get about this back on track. Um, and yeah, if I find those bananas, I ain't sharing shit. That's totally fine. I wouldn't expect anything less, Ali. But we're a team. It says no. teams. Don't trust teams, him, Ali. Ali. Don't trust him. He'll steal the bananas. Oh, I don't think I'm going to take that advice from the lone wolf. Oh, well, at least if I steal them, I'm not going to lie about it. I'll just steal them. And when you come and bang on my door or leave on like a 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning, I'll just be like, Ali, what are you doing here? You're like, you stop. bang on your door. I'll wait till you're asleep and just get you while you're out. Oh, he's asleep on a Sunday at 8 a.m. No, I'm not. You never know. Oh, you never know. No, don't. don't 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., still asleep. You never know. I yeah. could have had a big night and still be out. Oh, this is, this is actually That's pretty great. true as well. Exactly. There's a variable you haven't considered. What's going on? That's exactly right. I'll take that All risk. Right, so You'll still be intoxicated. I'll have the advantage. Back to, back to the news that everyone keeps coming to this podcast for. Um, are you actually going to participate <laughs> in this thing, Ali? Look, I'm really curious about it, but I mean, I am a big old nerd and um, I don't like going outdoors. So there's a really good chance that I'm not going to you know, do this. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of I Heart Bees or I Heart Huckabees. It was kind of, a, it was an AR game uh, done by Bungie. Bungie in the lead up to Halo. I think that's what it was in the lead up to Halo 2. And they basically did all of these riddles um, a sort of a marketing campaign in the lead up to the game. Is this ringing a bell for anybody or am I just having a bit of a cache miss here? This isn't the one that they dropped from space, is no, it? No, I think it was more... Oh, look, I'm half remembering. It was so long ago. But basically, it was that they were just kind of dropping a series of clues that all came from this one website, which was something to do with bees. Um, so the riddles are reminding me of that, basically. And, you know, it would be probably not as crazy as the brilliant Pokemon Go's launch, but it would be amazing to see a lot of people get behind this and show up in real-life locations doing real-life dumb shit. I reckon you're going to find crazy, wonderful gaming groups across, well, I guess, Sydney, unless people are going to make the trek. But I think this is just a nod to um, the riddles that you play in the game mm. when you receive a map and then you have a riddle and you got to kind of follow that and get the clues from that, so... Yeah, probably not going to do it. But, like, if you don't want to leave your house, apparently there's going to be prizes and things going on online directly. So you can just go onto their promotional website. Um, yeah, closer to release. So keep an eye out for that. Should be fun. Should be interesting. Hopefully no one gets mugged or stabbed during this. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like, because there's been, there's been some terrible ones. Like, what was it? I think it was, like, Homefront that released a whole bunch of balloons. And then they all, like popped and landed in the San Fran Bay and then they got sued for like a $7,000 or something like that because they had to clean it all up and there was a, I think it was Mass Effect that like released a whole bunch of stuff like and then people got injured like climbing through fo like stuff to try and get to the games and yeah there's been some great this is great. I, like I really love like, the idea that um, there are rewards for doing something really cool to do with the video game like giving people a shot at 35 grand uh hell i'm probably gonna go out and try and solve some of these riddles uh it's it, it just seems cool it sounds cool it seems cool it seems pretty different and like a lot of the you know the stuff you're talking about nato is very concentrated to a single place in a single time that said i guess yeah. this is in sydney 
Um, and it's around the corner from me, which is why I think it's kind of global. I might be wrong. I am wrong. Uh, but I don't know. This is exciting. I, I, I think this is actually kind of cool. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of fun. And I think it's a great nod to the game. Mm. And it's already positive um, lead up to its release. So yeah. Why not? That's a lot of money too. Like, So I think Ooh. there's like about five or six different regions. Mm. So that's like, you know, 20,000 pounds. It's $175,000. Quick math. Um, yeah, chump, yeah chump, it is it's not a lot of money for, for them but it's a hell of a lot of money for the poor sap that finds the golden bananas and uh, what they do with them as well like imagine going to that gold buyer store with a ton of bananas oh yeah <laughs> that, that's, what I, that's what I was about to ask like what are we doing with them are we melting them down are we selling them on you. eBay you can, like, you can schmelt them Jesus and you can forge your own short with them schmelt them, them. I, like I like gold <laughs> Uh, that is almost it for the news this week, but Nintendo Direct, uh, did happen, and of course, everyone's seen the Super Smash Brothers trailer, which, uh, even I admit, looks mm-hmm. badass. Um, well, I don't know. It was a good release. I didn't get a chance to, uh, check out Nintendo Direct, unfortunately, and see what else came out of it. Uh, guys, was there anything else you wanted to add aside from Super Smash Brothers trailer? It looks pretty shick. I'll just I'll just do a quick read through if we want to stop at anything. Just stop me. WarioWare, a new Warrior. This is 3D, uh, 3DS coming to 3DS. Which, yes, there's reasons because 80 million people still have them in the, in their hands, but still, you know, I'd rather things just come to Switch. Why can't they just come to both? But we got WarioWare game, uh, Dylan Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers, a Western game. Uh, new. Oh no, I think it's the rem- yeah, it's a remake of Mario and Luigi's Bowser's Inside Story, which actually is a really good game, like like surprisingly, and it's got a little like Bowser's Junior Journey expansion built onto it. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3DS remake is also coming to 3DS. I actually pretty excited for that Luigi Mansion is actually surprisingly a very good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, onto the Switch news, Okami HD. Please, if you're a Zelda fan, go play that. If you've never played it before, it is one mm. of the best games ever. If I had some money, I would be finishing off my arm tattoo and getting uh, my Okami tattoo. Uh, Dark Souls yeah. Amiibo is coming. So I, I, I just want to see how they put that into other games because like, we've seen Super Amiibos Smash. go through other games. Super Smash. Like, I just like... Um, yeah, no, no, I want, like, no, I don't want him as an amiibo in there. I want him as a legit character in Smash. So I don't want the amiibo to do anything. Oh, I just but thought that I'd was like a good indicator. In... No, I'd like it in Mario Kart. Like, a Dark Souls skin in Mario Kart or Mario Tennis or something like that. That'd be real good. Uh, Sushi Striker. It looks like a fun, you know, indie game. Octopath Traveler. So, like, Dream, have you seen any no, much of I this haven't. game? No, I have this seems like up your alley. It's like, it's nearly like a, um, oh, what's a Chrono Trigger? Oh, the, yeah, Chrono Trigger kind of looking game. C- cross with similar, like Final Fantasy 1 and 2 kind of combat style. And it looks real good. It looks something like something sort up a, your alley. Sort of so a JRPG for the dream, if you will. Oh, it's very, it, it is 100% a JRPG. Oh, <laughs> That's so graphic. Uh, Travis, Travis strikes again. No hit more heroes. Heard a lot of good things about this. Never played it myself. So, yeah, who knows about that? Uh, Captain Toad, finally coming to uh, the 
Switch, so everyone's freaking out about that. Not a big fan of the Treasure yeah. Hunter, so I don't care. Undertale, I can't wait to see what they do with the Undertale port. I've never played it. To Switch. Undertale. Oh, Alley. Undertale. That's yeah, up it your actually alley as well. it is it's a great game. Up my alley. It's a really good game. You should totally check it out, yeah. Ali. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be on please. Switch, so it's easy, portable, playable. Sorry. Uh, Cr- Crash Bandicoot, one of the worst games ever, so, you know, play it again on another console. A <laughs> <Hot take. laughs> uh, Little Nightmares, <laughs> complete edition. Ooh. You can catch that. Uh, South Park, ports coming over, the yeah. fractured butthole. So mm. if you didn't pick it up on the big consoles, pick it up on the portable Switch. Uh, there's an arms tournament coming out. Speaking of which, we talked about that earlier in the show, so check that out. Hi- Hyrule Warriors didn't uh, definitive edition. This comes with all the DLCs. Uh, surprisingly good Dynasty Warriors uh, like reskin. It's actually really fun. I quite enjoyed it. I played it when in when I was in New York at the Nintendo store. That's about the only time I played it. Uh, Mario Tennis. Well, I don't like the Dynasty Warriors. Yes! That was a good plug, mate. It, it was a, it was a great tennis. plug. But yeah, you know, um, Mario Tennis. Yes, I love all tennis games. I will bring on all competitors. I'll buy that before Mario Kart. I'll crush all of you at Mario Tennis. No. Just saying that. Uh, Splatoon version two with the new DLC, mm. which uh, did oh Dream, you haven't seen the trailer yet. But uh, when they uh, when she is walking down the train, uh, the two commentators are both dressed as Tupac and what? Biggie. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, uh, one of them had, like, the crown that Biggie has on, and the other one had, like, the bandana kind of... Yeah, and it it was lost on a lot of people, but it was actually really good. It was nice. And and the big announcement, like we just said, uh, Super Smash Bros. coming, it looks... Like, it's not uh, a A port port. of the Wii U version. It looks like a full one. Yep. It's not confirmed yet, but it's 99% confirmed now. It's a new one. Because it has Breath of the Wild Zelda in it. Yeah. So. It it looks... Who knows? And the Splatoon kids. The Squid Kids. Is it a kid Can I Can I just say again on that trailer, like... Uh, Super Smash Brothers to me is the cartoon... Not the cartoon, but like the really kiddie kind of brawler. Uh, that trailer yep. makes it look badass as fuck. As fuck. It like does. how badass can Mario look? Mate, throw a burning... Uh, Smash Brothers emblem behind him and let him be motionless and staring and you can't even see his face same as Link like it, they that is a great trailer that is a really good trailer I'm fucking pumped yeah. I like how they do also, that also yeah I want to throw some lore into that everyone's like oh Mario and Zelda are hating on the Squid Kid I'm going to say they're hating on each other because they had the two best games of kind of last year they're both arguing about who had the best game last year, and that's where the war started and why the fires. The emblem's on fire now because Zelda well, and Mario are not getting along. Well, it wasn't Fox from That's all I'm. Oh, no, sorry. Whoa, we've been saying Zelda for this whole time. I mean Link. No, Don't I kill me I, I said Link. Link. I know. So definitely kill you. Where do you? Where do you? I've been saying game? Zelda. <laughs> I live in fair, uh, Sydney. Zelda is actually in the game as well, so you could have just covered your ass. Zelda wasn't one. in the trailer. Nah, uh, or at least wasn't. Yeah, she, well, no, she, she, could, she could have been one of the she one could have been the a silhouette people in the background, but she wasn't featured in a mid close up. Um, anywho, look, 
that aside, you can find NATO at Subiaco somewhere. So just keep knocking on doors and eventually you'll get there. <laughs> oh, oh, also, uh, just wait on the Super Smash Brothers. Are we having another face-off when Smash Bros. comes out? No, we'll, have, we'll have a face-off whenever you want. Uh, the because because that is the one is game open. I can actually hold myself in a, in a fighting oh. game. So I'd love to crush the dream. Well, we will come back to that in just a moment because there's a, a pretty interesting tournament coming up in Sydney this weekend, which I'll talk about. But that is the news for the week. Um, it is now time for us to really wing this iTunes review of the week. iTunes review of the week. Woo! The iTunes review of the week uh, this week comes from BCW, who writes number one Aussie gaming podcast. Goddamn! I added the goddamn, but I thought it was fitting. They go on to say, one of the best gaming podcasts out there. Quality and entertaining crew. A must listen each week. Stay hungry. Not sure if that's what BCW sounds like, but fantastic review, BCW. Thank you so much for that. BCW, guys, can we have a hand? Can we get some claps? Get some motherfucking claps in the... (laughs) Thank you, Ali. What, what? I didn't whistle. No, it wasn't the it wasn't the whistle. It was just your fairy claps, but they look great. They look great. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with my? They're polite. Uh, so we we aren't actually sure. We we kind of cocked this up at the start of the show. We weren't sure if we've actually read this one yet already. So I thought maybe just as a fun thing to do, um, we could review each other really quickly, just a one liner. So uh, I think going around. In a rotation, Ali's cracking her knuckles, ready to let fly. Ali, I'll let you have me, because probably you've got plenty to say. No, go for me, Ali. Oh, Bring it on. Now, hang on. What was the requirement? Uh, you just need to review one of us. I'll let you start, Ali. You pick whoever you yeah. want. Only one. Ali starts for me, Ali. Well, all right, review both, Ali. Why don't you review the whole podcast? Go. And NATO will just shut up and cop it. Yeah. Fuck you, Sam. I knew Pokemon Go was good. And fuck you for being an asshole and making me think that I was some kind of <laughs> stupid-ass nerd that actually was playing a game and trying to make me feel bad only to come back around and actually gloat that you're some kind of Pokemon master because you actually qualified and got some actual levels within a time frame where it was double XP. Fuck you. How many stars? I don't know. Mine what? Is. No. Oh, no. It's the podcast you've been rating here. It's, it's, it's a yeah. one to five scale. This is a- Oh, the podcast gets the rating yeah. here. I get to talk shit about you, but still rate the podcast. Oh, it's, it's, it's the iTunes. No, no, rate, no rate Dream. One to five stars. No, minus then. If it's Dream, it's minus. Oh. <laughs> he knew what he was in for. He messaged me before this podcast and said, you're going to be pissed. I did. I, I knew oh, exactly. Man. He wasn't wrong. So, all right. <sighs> okay, there you go. One star for predicting my predictableness. Well, some might say that's five stars. Yeah, where's my review? Bang the fuck on the predictability of how angry you'll get. NATO... (laughs) Sorry, I'm getting some head tilts from Ali now. (laughs) Some serious head tilts. Okay, you rate NATO or whatever. No, I I want Ali to come at me. Ali, go. Let fly. I think you did a fantastic job on the first run. (laughs) (laughs) 
NATO is like my sassy sister that doesn't actually ever go back on like he always thinks that he knows what's right and he's a shit stirrer but he's a no he's just such a bad shit stirrer though because he has actually no grounds or no level to actually start something on and he will bang his chest to the loudest actual drum without actually having anything to say or anything to back himself up and he will let shit blow up without actually having anything to say and it's almost borderline and I'm like an embarrassed sister when I see it and he's just sitting there banging his fucking chest in the middle of twitter and everyone's just like blaring at him it's just like you really need to put a mute button on nato wow <laughs> well i guess it's time for my review also Lennis i Bell. guess it's time for my review of the podcast uh and gee i just wanted to say i felt really lucky to record with you guys every week and ali i think the world of you and i can't believe you hate me so much and hate doing this and don't like being part of the crew and i just feel really sad that you don't really see no one the... says i don't like being part of the crew Allie, i just really wish you liked this just... we try so hard to please you nato nato's crying so now <laughs> but frankly Allie, if that's how you feel the only thing i can say is that we'll do our best to change Listen I, I just, oh, look, I don't want you leaving Listen here thinking you've done anything everyone's wrong. Everyone's trying to make me feel Ali, bad I about what I said. I don't want you leaving here thinking that you've done anything wrong by talking about how much you don't like us and that you fucked up or anything like that. You've done nothing <laughs> wrong. It's on us to change and we will change. Yeah. Believe <laughs> me. You asshole, you set up some kind of trap just to make me feel you bad. You jumped in, man. Hey. Like the ice. No one, no one told <laughs> yeah, you to go first. You jumped in head first. No one told you to go first. Uh, and that predictability of me going first and taking advantage of a situation where I get to totally shit on Totally glad people. you went first. I'm so sorry, Ali, that you walked into that. Another classic dream trap. Uh, <laughs> you call them dream catches. I call them dream traps. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Anyway, so look, thank you very much again, C- uh, BCW. You really got your bang for your buck out of the review this week. Um, and <laughs> Yeah. And guys, you should absolutely leave us more reviews because frankly, we're not capable of doing it for ourselves, obviously. Um, you can do it on iTunes. So wait, no one's going to review me? Well, it's not in writing. It's not on iTunes. No one can see it. Uh, so anyway... I'll review oh, Ali if I, I she wants it. I reviewed you, Ali. I thought I thought I reviewed you already. I told you you were actually that fantastic. That was a lie. Well, not a lie. I love working with you. You're fantastic. People really underrate you. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so I really, I really wanted to let that one sit for a moment. Like I've got to keep this facade, man. I've got to be a no. bitch. No. Um. No, I want to hear Nato review me now. Yeah, Ali pretends to be this cool, callous, mean thing on the internet, but deep down she is a loving, caring, and friendly person that sent me a beautiful gift on my birthday and says nice things to people behind closed doors and is actually a really nice person. That is my review of Ali. And you might think that's a positive review, but to Ali, that was a terrible (laughs) review. It's true. He knows you so well. He got you. Um, So if you also want to tell us how much you love Ali and how great a person she is, uh, you can elect to do so on (laughs) iTunes. Um, Be sure to go to iTunes and drop us a review. Five stars is nice, but if you have some feedback, that's always good. We like to know what we're doing right and wrong. 
Um, we are very, very close to 100 episodes, people. I don't think you understand how close we are. We are a one, a two, a three episodes away from the 100th episode. Two more episodes, two more weeks of the sort of, you know, week-to-week standard dribble that we put out. And then a big one, 100. So be sure to put that into your agenda. Um, It's going to be an absolute cracker of an episode. Brendan's already talking about getting um, very, very important people on. A number of uh, 8-bit regulars that you know and love, such as NATO J18 and such as... The Spawny, which is uh, Monsieur Ben McJanney from uh, from Brisbane, uh, <laughs> but also he's also on. talking about big dogs like Hideo Kojima. So be sure to listen in two weeks and see if Brendan can pull that out of his ass. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a review again, be sure to do it on iTunes. It's our lifeblood. It's what keeps us going. Like I said last time, I was on the show. It's not actually really all that fun working with these guys. It's listening to the, you know, the interaction we get from you guys that really makes it worth it. Like Ali's nice sometimes and NATO's cool sometimes. But other than that, it's kind of like, you know, you just want to do your own thing. You don't want to really, you know, seen with them and shit. You just kind of hang out with them because you've got a few nerdy things you like doing. Podcasting and stuff. But you fans, you make it all worth it. So be sure to, you know, let us know how you feel about the podcast and uh, five stars would be nice. Anyway, moving on to the weekend ahead. Ali, what are you up to? Uh, Sorry, pick your chin up off the floor, please. (laughs) I'm just like in definite disbelief of the whole... Like having a go at me and how horrible and you, how much you love working with me, only just to backpedal and say how much. I'm like um, the, how much I'm like the Republican uh, uh, National Party. The rules matter when I say they matter, and my opinion can change at any given moment. Right, to be honest, guns are bad. Like Pokemon sometimes. Go. Um, so <laughs> he does one political podcast, and now he's all Mr. Politics. All <laughs> oh, right, it is what it is. He jumps on that podcast, and all of a sudden, he's Mr. Uh, What's the... I don't know. Who's AM Radio? Alan Jones. Alan Jones. There you go. I'll give you that one for free. Um, What I want to be doing this week is I want to see if I can pick up Laney's and play Super Seducer. Um, I think I won't have any troubles with it, I think. I don't have a lot in common with girls. So maybe... uh, I don't know. Aside from the... My missus loves you, so... The chromosomes? Two X. Uh, is that Yeah, true? that's actually or true. Yeah, fifty-one percent of the population have them. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down, people. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing this week. How about you, mate? <laughs> um, I'll probably be playing more Siege. That's pretty much me. Some um. I, I, as with me during this whole podcast, I'll still be playing uh, Harry Potter every time my energy bar is full. So, yeah, and uh, waiting for Sea of Thieves on uh, Tuesday. I think we get it here in Australia. So I'll be playing really that. Cool. Uh, I will be, uh, I was saying a second ago, something about a, a fighting game tournament coming up here in Sydney. So at Bankstown Sports Club, of all places, uh, they're having the inaugural uh well, they're setting up basically an esports bar and they're doing a sort of inaugural tournament this weekend uh, which includes a Tekken tournament with a cash prize of 1500 bucks. now 
I Ooh, am yeah. good, not great. I'm not expecting to go to win this thing, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I was saying to someone in the community recently that, um, you know, the big dogs of the scene pay money to play for f- for free in tournaments. You know what I mean? With no cash prizes. Um, so the fact that there's any money involved means that there's hopefully going to be a lot of lot of people coming out to, to you know, prove their worth. Um, but it's not just Tekken. There's a Counter-Strike tournament on Saturday as well. This is going to be a recurring thing. Um, it's actually really exciting. I, I like that the Inner West is getting a bit of an esports tournament on a regular basis at a pretty, you know, it's an, almost an RSL. It's a sports club. So it's pretty cool. Um, and yeah. I'm glad the fighting tournaments are out here, to be honest. Oh. Because I only read about how much of a big deal like fighting no, games are. No, there's so many CSGO tournaments, Ali. Like, there are tons. There are tons of CSGO tournaments. Um, okay. Yeah. No, but you're right. There are. Like, YSB happens monthly. YSB just happened last weekend. Uh, again. Um, mm. So, I don't know. I, I'm sure there are more. But just, there's a lot of Dota tournaments. No, there are tons of tournaments. Yeah. What are you, what are you on about? What are you on about, Ali? Yeah, but fighting, fighting tournaments. tournaments. Yeah, like my original statement, I said oh, it's good to see yeah. fighting tournaments. Oh, I thought you here. said there are a lot of fighting tournaments over here. Sorry. My bad. Um, yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Sorry, I know that it's really challenging for you to do a podcast with me. I apologize. Oh, you see how you've masterfully turned it around. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that, Ali. That's what I like about working with you and why I'm always so, so appreciative of uh, coming on here with you. Um, I'll leave that there on that note. Our audience hates us. <laughs> it's now a thing of who can outlove the other one, <laughs> which has never happened in the history of this show. Uh, but never. anyway, I love you, Ali. And uh, that's it for another week. Be sure to go to 8bit.net for all of your gaming uh, news and not just gaming news anymore. We've got an absolute slew of podcasts there uh, ready to be listened to, including... It is what it is, featuring Miss Ali Hart this week, including I Speak Giant, which is the second best D&D podcast behind whatever NATO's doing on weekends with Ali. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, no, whoa. Should I pump the brakes? <laughs> pump the brakes. We've already made this call. Yeah, the the Adventure Zone is nah, easily the best got D&D you, podcast. Back yourself. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you like movies, we've got the Forever Movie Boys. So that's them plus many, many more podcasts. Be sure to go and check them out again, 8bit.net. If you would like to follow us or you can follow us as a collective at We Are 8bit, you can check out our stuff following the hashtag 8bit collective. And if you like Team Ali, you can follow Ali where? Um, in my ice kingdom at <laughs> Miss Ali Hart. <laughs> but if you are Team NATO, you can follow Team NATO where? Uh, at the winning team on Twitter. No, you can uh, at NATOJ18 on Twitter. You can catch me on my other podcast, Four Yanks, One Aussie, the Cross Continental Comedy Podcast, and A Plus Anime, the anime talking discussion show where we get old, new, and major people into anime. And try and show you where you should look if you are starting or maybe if you're looking for a new anime. What's what you your hot watch? tip? What's your hot so tip for someone who wants good anime in 2018? One, one, one thing. Uh, if you, if you, if you like violence and don't mind a bit of nudity, oh, Devil Man Crybaby yes. on Netflix. Double, double Go back check that, that recommendation. Out. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, there's also, oh, I don't know if Brotherhood is still on Netflix, but uh, Full Metal Alchemist Oh, you like that one? 
is a good one for uh, it's not yeah. brotherhood it's it's the original series yeah uh the brotherhood yeah. was on at one stage but yeah, the original is good uh, as well I think brotherhood's so go better. check that out yeah our brotherhood's a million times better uh you can find me at salim cd i i, I don't have a team i don't get into this sort of childish stuff but uh <laughs> <laughs> wow. it just pits That's everybody exactly else against each other um Thank you again for uh, listening uh, to episode 97. And again, keep an eye out for episode 100. Uh, I feel like I need to give Ali one more swing at it before we sign off. Ali, any any final words? Pokemon Go forever. <laughs> okay. And uh, with that, uh, thank you very much. And for the end of this week, uh, to all of our fans, much love. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. you've been listening to the hungry gamers one of many gaming and geek culture related podcasts from the 8-bit collective over on 8bit.net check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice and while you're there please be sure to rate and subscribe until next time boys and girls stay hungry